0: Welcome in to Winning Cures Everything. February 26th. I am Christopher Gianini, your host today. Roland Solo once again, Gary's other job has pulled him away. And uh and yeah, he's he's doing uh doing the work that pays most of the bills. And so you get stuck with me once again. Just Chris again, Taylor. I appreciate it. I appreciate the love. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, it's just me again. And because it's just me, we got a football heavy question and some of the things are basically going to center around me because I'm a little bit of a sociopath. Don't know if you know that or not. Everything has to do with me. I always try to bring it back to me. That's OK. So let's get into it, guys. Let's get into it. First, go to winningcureseverything.com. That's our website. Uh, You can find us every week at SBR.com or SBR, SBR um, picks on YouTube. I believe that's what it is, SBR slash NCAA. That's where our college football coverage is. Man, I have already started off with a disastrous beginning. Let's see if we can round this thing out and actually talk about some things that I'm interested in and I care about and I love. We got trouble in paradise still. Two of the best quarterbacks in the entire league, Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson, both met with ownership, met with The GM met with coaches, I'm guessing. I don't really know who was in these meetings, but both of them this week met with their teams, and both left pissed off. Man, like, you can't smooth it over, you you can't find a way, listen, listen, send a bottle of wine, send some roses, listen, they should call me as a consultant, not necessarily to put the teams together, which I do think I'd be a very good GM, by the way, but how to apologize, how to say I'm sorry, how to try to mend these fences. Listen, I screwed up a lot of stuff in my life, okay? And I, I'm really good at saying sorry, all right? That's what these owners, that's what these coaches, that's what these GMs need to do. They need to apologize. You don't want to lose these guys unless you can get a king's ransom for them. Everybody does have a price. I think some of these teams out there in the ethos would be willing to pay those high prices. Casey jumps in, says, what's up, fam? Appreciate you, Casey. Um, so yeah, I find this really strange. The Deshaun Watson thing has been going on for a long time, right? Like we all know Watson wants out. Um, I get that. I really have no idea who's, the problem is, is I think there are teams that could make offers that I think are better than others. And being a uh, a disciple of Bill Belichick, You don't really care where you're sending the player to if you're going to trade them. You just want to get the best deal for you. But obviously, these owners and GMs throughout the league don't think that way. They don't believe that. And so they're always trying to find um, a marriage between we want the best deal, but we also want to send him to a place we might not have to play. And, I mean, they they sent Hopkins for a second-round pick. But that's that's insane. That's that's asinine. That's the most ridiculous thing in the world. That's literally giving a guy away 10 cents on the dollar. And so what do I think these guys will do? Now, that was Billy O. And I don't I don't know that that this new regime is going to run things that way. Maybe they can get the best deal and don't care. I don't know. Um, uh, You see Watson's loyalty. tweet. I did not. I did not. What he tweet about. Lo- oh, I'm sure he's just talking about how loyalty matters to him. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I, I want to address one thing though with the Houston Texans situation. Okay, I, I should know this guy's name. We've we've joked about him forever. The, the new GM that was just hired in the 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 problem is is this guy. This guy is the the former team chaplain. Okay, he's the morality coach or our assistant. I don't really know his title. Was it something to do with morality? He's basically the team chaplain. All right, for the Patriots for a long time. He likes football. He knows a lot about football. He's been around football operations for a while. Somehow he talked his way into a job. And, and everybody crushes him, and Watson wants nothing to do with him. And I, I understand that, being the star of the team, not wanting to be ran by a guy who's never done this job before. Makes sense to me. But there's a little part that hurts because how do we know this guy's not going to be good at his job? just because he's never done it before. Listen, there are guys out here in the league that have been doing it for decades that are still really bad at it. Okay, okay. Just, just, because, just because you've done this thing for a long time doesn't make you any good. Matt Millen ran the Lions for a decade. For a decade. Why? Because he was friends with the owner. He wasn't good at his job. He just got to keep his job for a long time. So is there a chance that this guy's going to be good at his job? We just need to let him do it? Maybe. He he's got a tough job because they got no cap as they stand right now, and they got no draft picks as they stand right now. So you know he's coming into a fight with his hands tied behind his back. But you know maybe he's got a mean head book and a, a head bunt and a, and, a, and a strong chin. Um, you know I I think we're killing this guy too badly, and at some point in time I think his best bet is to move Watson, get the most you can get for him, the biggest haul you can and then try then we'll get to see are you a good gm are you not you now have some assets to play with you have a lot of salary cap freed up let's let's see what kind of gm you are let's see what kind of personnel man you are and and let him stand on his own merit but right now he's inheriting this sinking ship and and man just shooting fireworks off on a sinking ship just isn't gonna help worst thing you're gonna do is catch the damn thing on fire and make it worse um but, I mean, you can't really make it a whole lot worse because it's already pretty bad. So I feel for that guy. Uh, I'll try to jump into the comments. You guys know I'm really bad at this. The Dolphins could be a Super Bowl contender if Watson hmm, – maybe, maybe, maybe. That's right. The Dolphins are playing really well, and Watson, I believe, is a top two, three, four quarterback in the league. Um, you know it's bad when Watson is willing to take um, even uh fine given to him. Yeah. No, he – I think he is I think he's kind of digging his heels into a point where he's gonna skip games. I, I might be wrong on that. That's just reading the room, but at the same time, once you start hitting guys in the pockets, maybe those things don't wash out the way they you would think they would. Um I wanna I want to get to the Russell Wilson side of this. Okay. I understand a little bit of Russ's problems. I don't like their offense that much either. But I also love the pieces there. And if they can just get the coordinator to, like, I can't believe in these meetings the coordinators are basically telling them we're not going to let you throw more. We're not. Like, what would you have to do to come out of that meeting angry? You got DK, all right? You got one of the best receivers in the league. We got a pretty good run game. We'll get some offensive line, and we'll spend our cap, and we'll spend our draft, our draft capital, and our money on on building the O line. Cleveland has shown that they 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 went from the worst offensive line in 2019 to the best offensive line in 2020. They've shown that you can do that with a flip of a switch by just going out and spending a lot of money on guys. Okay, so build your offensive line. Like, is there anything they can do? And we'll and we'll throw the ball more. We'll get a more modern offense. Are they just openly telling him? Because I can't I can't think of what they would say in this meeting that would make him storm out angry, stormed out, pissed off. Like if if they told him, no, we're we're not gonna we're not gonna throw the ball more, we're gonna keep running it. We don't give a damn what you think. And we're not gonna invest anymore in the offensive line. Like that's about the only thing I can think of that they would say to him that would piss him off to make him storm out of a meeting. But obviously I would assume even if you're not going to be able to do all those things you at least tell the guy you're working on them you at least tell the guy you'll think about it you'll you'll start looking at game planning for for the future and and, and looking at plays that he wants to run I, I can't understand what's happening in these meetings to make these guys storm out angry Watson I get it he's he's passing over term with these people and he didn't want there anymore he didn't want to be there anymore Russell this is a fight that started 5 minutes ago you you should be able to end this fight pretty quickly. Uh, Casey over here says I think uh, wifey wants to move. Yeah, maybe she wants out of Seattle. I, I've heard that. I've heard that. But but what happens if she if she lands in a in a place that's a lot worse than Seattle? Like you know there, there's a there's a bunch of places in the country that aren't as aren't as nice as Seattle. So you know he get, he could end up he could end up in a worse spot maybe in a better football situation but I don't know man I think Seattle's been a pretty good football team he needs to understand it's not his God given right to win ten games a year okay there's a lot of franchises out in the league that that don't win ten games every year okay and you know if the wife wants to go to a bigger better place let's say they land in Pittsburgh all right so you're in a great football town and you're in a great football team but that ain't a great that doesn't look better than, that's not better than Seattle it's a better city than Seattle live in so you know what do you want you want to end up with the Jets does she want to go she want to go to New York like that's where Shakira probably wants to go right that's probably where she Sierra Sierra, yeah I'm not really good with the wives names um I, I know the only one that matters and that's okay but uh but yeah like does she want to go to New York would you rather play for the Jets you're used to winning ten games a year. You kidding me right now? You've won a Super Bowl. You've been to another Super Bowl. You're satisfied with that being your career? Now, now, supposedly he listed out a list of teams that he wanted to play for. He wanted to play Cowboys. He'd go there. Cowboys, a hell of a city. Chicago, he'd go there. Chicago's a hell of a city. Like he listed off a bunch of names. Uh, he he seems to. I think the Saints were on the list. He seems to be picking cities or, or teams, not necessarily cities, teams that all have an elite wide receiver because I think he sees the value of DK. The problem is, is like, I I love Allen Robinson. I love Allen Robinson. We don't know that Allen Robinson staying in in Chicago. Even if Watson comes, that man has been burned and pissed off at that front office. So if they can put together a package to get Wilson, I don't, I don't know. I think it's said Watson Wilson. I don't know that. Allen wants to stay there anymore. So now Russell's going to be finding trying to find a wide receiver. If he ends up in, Chicago, in in Dallas, man, that would be a lot of fun and that offense is ready to roll. He would be able to run an offense. And I can't say I would hate watching it. Okay? I think it would be a lot of excitement and really good football. I'm I'm just curious as to how it actually plays out. What happens with that team? I don't I don't know their cap situation. Russ already makes a shitload of money. So is that gonna are they gonna be able to fit him in? What pieces do they have to cut to make him work? I don't know the answer to any of that. Uh, you know, the Saints, the Saints don't have any money. Okay. They they are they are about as cash strapped, cash strapped as anyone in the league. I, I think they would have a really hard time finding a way to financially put it together and have a package put it together because they don't have any good draft picks. I mean, Seattle, you don't want to you don't want to lose Russell for, you know, for the 22nd pick in the league or the 25th or whatever the Saints are going to get. It's not going to be great. So, that's that's one I just can't understand how they haven't been able to mend that relationship. Unless Russell has just made up his mind I want out and I'm just going to start causing a fit until I get out. I think that's a little strange. It's his prerogative. I don't say he doesn't have the right to do it but i don't know man that team that won the super bowl they won it with the legion of boom you know russell made great plays russell's a great quarterback but russell didn't win that super bowl and the super bowl they lost you know that offense took a while to get going and right when people always say well if they just would have ran the ball they would have won it yeah but it took another i say another because it's the third one that happened to the patriots uh, it took a miracle catch that if you throw it a hundred other times, it doesn't get caught. Pull the horseshoe firmly it in your ass out to be able to get to the point where they could just run it in, but instead he threw the pick. That offense wasn't clicking and, and, and wasn't looking like, I mean, it, they literally had to have everything go their way to on, on that in the, in the fourth quarter to try to get close to coming back and winning that game. Okay. And then they made the mistake at the end. That's fine. Uh, I just don't think that that the the grass isn't always greener on the other side. But it doesn't matter where Watson ends up. As long as it's not with the Jets, the grass is greener. Even if it is the Jets, the grass is greener. I think the Jets' offensive line better. I think the Jets' skill players are probably better. And uh, I have no idea how to gauge the Jets' defense because they're always playing from behind constantly. That that just makes it really hard to, to figure anything out um, that way. So we'll get off of that. We'll stay
1: on the Houston thing just for a tip.
2: Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um,
0: Hang on. Somebody said, I mean, let me get into the questions before I move on to the next thing. He says, do you see any merit in the talks that he wants to be a bigger market? Oh, for Wilson? I mean, yeah, but. Yes, he obviously wants. I think he wants a bigger city. I think that's a lot of the wife, and, and maybe some of him. We we live in a world where Cam Newton played in Carolina, and and Cam Newton was a star. Cam Newton had big time sponsorships. You can you can grow your personal brand, your individual brand from anywhere in the country now. I just believe that ba- Baker Mayfield commercials. Case in point: Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield plays on the Cleveland Browns. Okay. Cleveland and Cincinnati have to be the two most boring run-of-the-mill, like blah cities in the NFL. Okay. Detroit's bad. Detroit's kind of right there with them, but it, you know, Detroit's, I don't know. They got a they got a little more history as a city than Cleveland and than Cincinnati do. Okay. And Baker's on every television, on, on every commercial, He, you know, just over and over again, ad nauseum. So, so to say I need to be in a bigger city, that's a want, but Seattle's a pretty big damn city. It's a nice city. It's a, well, out okay, I don't know anything about Seattle over the last two, three years, all right? I think a lot of crazy shit has happened over the last couple of years in Seattle. Maybe they want away from that, want to get a little bit more to the middle of the country, a uh, little... uh Hey, Taylor, come on, I'm not crapping on Cincinnati. I'm just talking about compared to Dallas, compared to Houston, compared to Chicago, come on. I, I love Cincinnati. I love Cleveland. Hell, I I will stand on a soapbox and tell you I love the city of Cleveland, not, not just for sports teams. I spend my time in downtown Cleveland. I love Cleveland. It ain't Chicago. It's not Houston. It's not Dallas, all right? It's just not. He's, it's not crapping on them. We're just trying to, we're just trying to put these things all into into, into parameters here. Okay. So anyway, um, we'll get off that. I'd stay on the Houston Texans for a little bit. I found this interesting today. They cut Duke Johnson. Now it frees up five million dollars of cap space. They need to save some money somewhere so they can try to go out and sign some folks. I think this is a good cut. Man, Duke looked like one of those running backs coming out of Miami that I thought was going to be real good. Okay. And I thought he was going to be, you know, a ball catcher, a guy that put him into space and he was going to be dangerous and he was going to be electric. And, and he kind of was that a little bit in Cleveland, but, but not enough to make you valuable. So they traded him away and and they kind of didn't get a lot for him and they were okay with that. And now he just gets outright released to save $5 million to cap. I think Duke's good enough. He'll get picked up somewhere, but I I mean, I, I, he's a third, he's a, third string guy you know he'll he'll make whatever roster he gets to i believe if he's in shape i mean that's up to him but i think if he stays in as good a shape as he can be he'll make a roster he'll get playing time and he'll have meaningful snaps for teams but but it'll be it'll be third downs it'll be spots here and there when they need to you know rest a guy or 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 whatever but i just found that really really strange Um, Casey, let's, let's get to some of these. Seattle is unfortunately now shit. (laughs) Oh McKinnon, um, amazing tourist destination, uh, but accessible. I I can't speak to that. I don't know that. Um, I'm sure there are parts of it that absolutely are. Um, uh, yeah. Casey says, I would love to see Russ in Chicago. I would love to see Russ in Chicago as well, but I'm going to need, um, Alan Robinson to stick around. Because I don't know that Russ is the kind of quarterback that can make chicken salad out of chicken shit. I just don't think he can do it. I think he needs weapons. And and if they lose Robinson, he's going to have his, you know, pick of what, like three rookie tight ends or second, third year tight ends. That's, that's it. Okay. I, I'm a Memphis guy. I'd love to see Anthony Miller kind of grow into being a real legit receiver. Yet to be seen. He's going into year four. I think you know if he was going to be something, he would have been something already. So you know, neither here nor there. They got to keep. They got to keep Robinson right now. Robinson's pretty pissed off. Mm, huh, you know, a nice a nice you know Tiffany tennis bracelet would go a long way in Russell Wilson to make Allen Robinson happy. So you know, it's kind of one of those things um, I, uh, I I think would would help with that. We'll move on. Into uh, into some other news. we got a couple of opt-outs coming back. And this, this is, be- because it's my show today, Mr. Gary is off. we're going to make this about me, my Patriots. We're getting a lot of guys back without spending one bit of their cap. And without a single draft pick, they are getting back. Dante Hightower, who is the, who is the, the creme de la creme of this list. Okay. Patrick Chung. Marcus Cannon, and all of them have said, in game shape, ready to play. The year off helped so much on their body; feel, you know, in, healthier than they've ever been. Ready to go into an off-season workout program to get into legit game shape and ready to hit the ground running. I cannot wait. Dante Hightower is one of the best linebackers in NFL history. Because he's a patriot and because it has been a Tom and team concept forever, he doesn't get the love that he deserves. But this guy, this guy is up there as with the I'm gonna piss some people off here, but I don't care. He's he's up there with the Brian Erlachers and the Ray Lewises of the best, the best linebackers. Of, of, of my era, of of my generation of watching football, okay? He's not Lauren Thomas, All right, not he's not the greatest linebacker to ever play. But this guy is a monster. He is an absolute monster. He's been wrecking offensive lines for a long time. I think he's got a couple of years in him, left in him. I think the time off last year actually was the best thing that could have happened to the Patriots. I think they are ready to roll. I think the offensive lineman coming back. And Marcus is going to help bolster that offensive line. Patrick Chung helps sure up that secondary. Chung getting long in the tooth, man, real long in the tooth. But brother, when you need somebody to lower the boom and make a play, Chung has been there time and time and time again. I cannot wait to see this defense all back together now. They don't have to spend draft capital on these positions. See there? This is how this works. The opt-outs leave. They come back the next year. The team's going to look completely different. we got to hit on a quarterback. We just have to have to have to hit on a quarterback. Nothing nothing you can do about it. If Cam Newton is the quarterback next year, the Patriots will be a, a failure, and an unmitigated failure. I love Bill. I believe in Josh. I do not think that you can win with Cam Newton. I don't think he has the physical attributes to play 16 games anymore. It's, he just can't make the throws. He's a still a hell of a runner. He's still strong as, 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 you know, as maybe ever. It's the miles. Okay. You can only run that car into the wall so many times. And, and I just don't know that he can do it. Got to hit, got to hit, got to hit on the quarterback. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with that, by the way. I wouldn't mind them making the move for Russell or or Watson. I don't think either one of those guys want to go to New England. I wouldn't either, by the way, based on the assets around them. But if they could find a way to get a quarterback without spending a draft pick on a quarterback, that means they can spend draft capital on skill players. I think the skill players coming out in this draft are going to be pretty amazing. Um, So, you know, I'm excited about that i uh, uh, look for your team all around the league. I'm sure we'll start seeing other people who opted out last year. A few big name guys, not a lot of big name people opted out, but, but for the Patriots, those three absolutely did. And those three absolutely hurt. A lot of others did too. Um, I'm curious to see who all comes back and who all doesn't. Uh, uh, Casey says the Patriots need to get Fitz magic. I would love, love, love. Let's spend all our draft capital on wide receivers. And 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 sure enough, the defense. And let's go with the running backs we got. And let's get Fitzmagic out there. And let's make something happen, Captain. I'm I, I would be all about that. That's that's exactly what I want. Lastly, we'll end this on this. I need a little people's court. I need a little people's uh, court. I need your your opinion on something. I am in a petty pissing argument with uh, some people that I do at dynasty fantasy league with. And, and I love these guys. Okay, well, two of them I'm close to. Two of them I know. The rest of the guys are friends of theirs. Okay, some of them I've met. Some of them I know. I try not to stir the pot too much. Uh, I stirred the pot a little bit today, okay? We don't ever talk Dynasty football here. I don't have a lot of news that that, that I'm going to get into today. Gary's not here to help carry the show. So this is what you're going to get, guys. This is what you're going to get. Um, I'm not worried about any of them being uh, upset or offended by, by me bringing this up. Because, because frankly, I don't have any friends that watch this show. Uh, so, so they'll never see it. It doesn't matter. But here we go. I'm in a dynasty league. We all made a commitment to three years in the league. We just finished our three years. And then after the year three happens, they are talking about crazy, crazily changing a lot of rules. And the argument for changing most of these rules is all about, Fairness, because they don't want um, they 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 basically don't want people to um, it's not collude uh, tank because it's dynasty. You know, if you if you get started in the season, you're trying to win, and all of a sudden, you know, you lose the first three games, and all of a sudden, well, probably not going to make the playoffs. One guy's got an injury. Let's tank. Let's sell a few guys off to get a a couple of good picks. Let's try not to win any more games. So we'll we'll we got to fill the roster every week. Non-negotiable, but we gotta. We still gotta. You know, you're not starting your best quarterback. You're not starting your best running back. You know, you don't have to. You just make sure you fill the roster and, you know, let the chips fall where they may. They want to. They want to legalize that out by installing something called max points, which means basically, the the computer the website would take your best potential points. Okay, so if if i if I started if I started Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback because I wanted to tank, all right and and I benched, you know, Russell Wilson per se. Russell gets forty points. Jimmy gets twelve points towards my standing in the draft order, I would get credit for the for the twenty something for the forty something points. and therefore, even though I've lost all these games starting Jimmy Garoppolo, they they would account me as wins, so I get to take the loss in the league, and I'm still drafting sixth instead of first, okay? I think that's insane, all right? I, I think that's ridiculous. First things first, i am I'm very competitive in all these leagues that I'm in. If I'm in a fantasy league and I'm going to put money towards it, I'm going to try. I want to win it. If somebody wants to put their 100 bucks in or whatever the league fee is and then say I'm cashing in this league, I don't care, I'm more than happy. I hope half the league wants to do that shit, okay? Please put dead money into the pot. Guys that are pissed off at that are just babies. They're just babies, all right? So here's the only argument, the only argument the guy's given me for why he thinks this is the fairest way to do it, okay? And I think this is total bullshit, by the way. He says that well, let so let's use the example of, of of I'm tanking and and he's not tanking, okay? He's trying to win, and I played a guy that he's in competition with. Um, you know, I had to play him, and let's say my quarterback was Joe Burrow. All right, I love Joe. Joe's my guy. Joe averaged like four or five touchdowns a, a game last year. Pretty good fantasy quarterback. So let's say Joe Burrow. I started Joe when I played him early in the year, okay, and he and I beat him. But then I rolled off a couple of losses. Joe blows his ACL; that happens, you know. And and the next thing you know, I'm losing. So now I'm going to tank because I want a bad draft pick for next year. And then I play the guy he's in competition with for that last wild card spot, that last uh, uh, playoff spot. And now I'm not trying to win. And he says, "Well, that's just not fair." My, my problem with his that's not fair problem is there's a thousand variables that go into every season, thousands, thousands of variables, maybe tens of thousands of variables that go into every season of fantasy football to determine who makes the playoffs, who doesn't, and, and where everybody is seated and how everybody lines up. One guy trying to win at the beginning of the season and not trying to win at the end of the season is is not the end-all, be-all. Now, that one game, now, you might lose and miss the playoffs by one game, and you say, well, point to that. Well, or we could point to one of the other five losses that you had, okay, where both teams were trying and you just started the wrong running back or, you, you, you know, your receiver, you, who was your number one overall pick, didn't do very well and, you know, caught no balls. Had a bad game? Something of that nature? Can we point to any of that? things though. It has to be the one guy tanking screwed it all up for you. See, we love to point fingers at someone. We always want someone to blame for stuff, okay? It's just like all the Giants fans out there that were blaming the Eagles for tanking in the last game of the season against the Washington football team. Shut your damn mouth, Okay. If you didn't want them to tank and cost you a a, a playoff spot, then you should have more, won more than four games, okay? I can't help you. You want to win four games and think you deserve a playoff spot? No, kiss my ass. I'm not doing that. Am I, like, so So basically I've, I've made my mind up on who I am, all right, on this. It, my stance, so to speak. I'm giving you all the information. These guys are, are pretty nice about it. I was pretty nice about saying I think that's a bad rule. They dug their heels in and talked about how they want to change. And I argued back that you're wanting to change things because you're bored, because we actually don't even have the problem with tanking in our dynasty league. Nobody's ever tanked before. So so you're trying to create a rule, totally change the landscape of how our our season will play out. I'm, I'm sure half the people do not care about this. But if you do, you just hear me yell about something. We, we, we're creating a solution for a problem that does not exist here. It exists in other leagues that we hear about on the interwebs. Okay. But it doesn't, it doesn't exist with us, but we're still going to change all our rules to make sure we can stop this one thing from happening. What they don't realize is a, that doesn't stop people from thanking and, and B uh, cause they could just trade away players for draft assets. then, and then then they have to start the worst players, but that's the only people they've got on the roster and they got a shitload of picks. All you do is penalize people who are trying to win and then actually just making mistakes. You know, if I've got a coin flip between do I start, you know, DK over A.J. Brown, I'm lucky enough. I've got both of them and and, uh, and you know, I've only got a spot for one for whatever reason your ruling is. One goes off, the other one does nothing. It's tough shit. Well, now I'm penalized because they're going to put in the ranking side of how the team did. They're going to say, well, you get the, you get, you, you move down in the draft order because you should have started AJ. But, but I didn't. I wasn't trying to lose. I just lost. I want to be rewarded. If I have to lose, I want to be rewarded for losing. Okay. I've been in leagues where, where, where people were the number one scoring team in the league and they won like two or three games. And they got beat by everybody because everybody they played that week was the highest scoring team and they were the second highest in that world. That person would get the worst draft pick there is to get by The rules that they want to go by, but yet they finished dead last. That's just the dumbest system in the world. So here's my question. The people score, the judgment that I need you to make because I actually care. Sadly, I actually care about what you people think of me. Am I like, Reasonable asshole or like completely unreasonable old man, get off my lawn, changing rules in fantasy leagues is fun, and it makes the game more interesting every year. Because my thing is, is I don't like change just for the hell of changing. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Let's not mess with it. We got into the league under all these rules. Now you want to change the rules and you expect me to stay in the league, but it's a different league. It's just got the same people in it. I don't understand that. Anyway, I, all right. So let me, let me go some of the comments. I shouldn't have done this with C. I meant to do this with Gary here because then he could read the comments, but now I have to read the comments and it's going to be pretty embarrassing. So, uh, let's see, uh, da, 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 we'll get start on Taylor we'll go. we we'll start with Taylor, uh, taking your side on this one. Um, taking strategies. Yeah. Look, I, cause I'll tell you this, if I ever find myself two years in a row, Finishing sixth, seventh, fifth, in in that no man's land world, I'm I'm out, I'm out. I obviously can't win it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna fall because you, when you're stuck in no man's land, you're never. This rule, by the way, will do nothing but keep everybody in no man's land who's in there, and guys will flip frop from the top to the bottom all day long. That's it. The, they'll go from really good to really bad to really good to really bad, and everybody in no man's land will just stay there forever. Um, I think it's way too complicated. See, that's my other thing is, is it is complicated. It, it makes it really bad. I, I just, it, it bothers me. Okay. It bothers me. I appreciate the fact that so two for two right now, people think it's really complicated. Don't make it too hard. Uh, Andrew saying, uh, every year don't take it every year, but they decide a couple of games, not a huge deal. So I don't see, this is where I disagree. Andrew. I don't care if you tank every year. I don't give a damn how you run your team. As long as you're not colluding with someone else, it does not matter to me. Thank you. Thank you for the free money. That is, you are now, now I have to compete with 11 people instead of 12. Well, I'm one of the 12 and 11. So 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 I have to compete with 10 people instead of 11 to get this big pie. So, so I appreciate that. Um, Andrew also says, who you start and bench is a huge part of fantasy football. You can't take that away. I agree. I agree. Basically what this does is this rewards people for building bad teams, not making bad decisions. Okay. So if you built a bad team, that in that scenario where a guy, you know, finished with the number one scoring points in the league, but f- finished one in 12 because of what they said was just bad luck. Um, if If you were to do that, then then you're you're rewarding teams that did well but still have bad players. And I think I think you shouldn't reward people for who built bad teams. I think you should reward people who performed poorly. But but anyway, um Casey, nothing wrong with taking it in my book. See, I'm just not afraid of it. I'm not afraid of it. I see the value of it, but once again, I don't I don't think it's the end all be all that if you play me in week 3 and you beat me because you're trying. And then something happens in your team or your life or whatever. And now you're no longer trying. And somebody else gets to roll off a bunch of wins against you. These other teams get easy wins. And I had to fight like hell to play you. That's just the way it goes sometimes, man. And once again, I had Joe Burrow on a bunch of teams. And, and I was kicking ass. And then as soon as Joey goes down... Well, I don't draft backup quarterbacks, and so I'm I'm waiver-wiring it. I'm scraping it. I'm using Cam freaking Newton half the time. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. And and I'm just getting my brains beat in. Well, was it fair to the people that played me earlier when I had Joe and I was winning all those games? That's not fair. I don't think you should legislate fairness. Make rules that make sense. That's all I want. And let's all of the rules, and let's start this thing. But if we're going to change it just because people are bored. Now, now one guy proposed a changing of a rule where um, once you get into the playoffs, we have six teams make the playoffs, half the league. Six teams make the playoffs. The top three teams, instead of doing it by seeds, the top three teams get to call out. They get to pick who they want to play, starting seed one, seed two, and then mm-hmm. seed three has to play whoever's left. Um, so if there's a guy where you think, oh, he might be the four seed, but his team's really shitty and he had a bunch of injuries. If I'm the one seed, I actually want to play him first. Uh, you get to call folks out. I don't even care about that. Like that doesn't matter. Once you're in the playoffs at some point in time, all you got to beat each other. Right? So then, who, who plays, who win doesn't bother me. But in a dynasty league, the draft is, is a huge part of building your team and, and going forward building. So anyway, I feel like I'm an old man. I feel like, uh, you know, I'm 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 getting more angry than I should about this, but I think it's not about the fantasy football. Okay, I'm getting angry because I'm dealing with people who I believe to be reasonable people, and I think they're being unreasonable. I think their arguments are bad, and they don't see their arguments are bad. They don't see that the 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 they see a guy going one in twelve, but having the best scores the highest scores in the league is bad luck but they don't think it's bad luck to play a guy who's trying in week one and then somebody else got to play him in week seven eight and nine and and they weren't trying they don't see that as just bad luck they don't see that they think that is that is conspiratorial and needs to be legislated out of the game when a it's never happened in our league before It's just something that you've heard of people tanking, but I don't even see anything wrong with tanking. So, so it's not that I've got a two front problem as you're creating a solution for a problem that does not exist. And you say, well, I'm trying to prevent the problem. I actually don't have a problem with the thing you're trying to prevent. So I think both ways, your rule is dumb. And then, and then Andrew pointed out, it's also complicated. It is complicated. And, and if it's simpler than what I just described, then, then, then they did a really bad job of trying to explain to me how it works. Okay. And understand I'm gorilla brain Neanderthal. I You, you got to talk to me like I'm dumb a little. All right. That's okay. I'm okay with that. I don't get offended by it. You, if I don't get it, some of that's on you, but anyway, neither here nor there I'm rambling now. It's the end of the show. I've, I've talked for well over 30 minutes. Half of it has been about complete nonsense and stuff that 99% of the people wanting to listen to this show uh, could care less about. And um, I apologize with with all that I have in me. Um, hopefully, Gary will be back Monday because I cannot do this without him. I feel like a moron half the time. But anyway, thank you guys for jumping in. Man, you have no idea what it means that, that some of you guys show up every every time we do a show, uh, every time that light comes on. Man, y'all are there. You're jumping in, you're commenting, you you're, you're a part of this thing. Uh, I wish I was better at making you a part of the show as Gary is. Um, but know that I appreciate it. I really, really do. Anybody listening on the podcast, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for the downloads. Uh, they mean a lot to uh Gary and I. Uh, it's growing and and we appreciate it. I hate for the days when you get a show like this. You know, we we found a fan, we found people that like listening to our content. And, and you got a Friday show and you, you go to download it and you realize it's just a bumbling idiot. Man, I know that sucks. That happens to me when I download this podcast. But thank you for jumping in with us. Everybody have a good weekend. Everybody have a safe weekend wherever the hell you are in this world. Do something nice for somebody else. Uh, make the world a better place sometime. And, uh, and we will be back Monday. And I am hoping with all that I have in me that my partner is here. Uh, have a good weekend, guys. Thank you. Thank you again.